left my dad's coat at a show The sound man found it, don't you know It took a while for me to get it back But we stayed in touch and made each other laugh And then we found a date that fit To meet up We recorded it In a hotel That's how the blue coat Listeners of the Blue Coat Diaries podcast, and hello, Mark Carver, who's back from the dead. Uh, yeah, yeah, basically death. I think that's pretty much, um, pretty much what happened to me. Uh, I think I had clown typhoid or something. It wasn't good. You did not look good. You know what made me laugh? You sent me a clip of mm. you to show me how badly you were doing. It was almost like I was your. Employer, just, which I'm not. It was like you were saying, I really am ill. Here's a yeah. picture of me looking really ill. And it was a video. It was a bit of that. I was sat on the bath. Well, I don't think I was on the bathroom floor at that point. I think I was sat here. But like, I just kept typing and just messing it up. And predictive text was just not having it. And it was just gibberish coming out. I was like, oh, this, I can't be bothered, Johnny. I just videoed myself sweating and just, just, oh. I've not been that ill in so, so long, man. Do you know in Lord of the Rings when there's like that king that's been like whispered to by... Theoden, that, yeah. Yeah, and he's all kind of like... He's by gone like really tongue. old yeah. and um, mm. he's sort of frail and he's got like, you know, he's all sort of like... Yeah. About, he looks like he could sort of break, you know, like yeah. fall to bit. You look like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, not thanks, always, mate. but that, that, in, in mm, that particular arguable. clip, I mean, yeah. in that clip... yeah. Yeah, this, you is, like... this is yet another Lord of the Rings character that I look like. <laughs> Mark not... of the Rings. There's a joke amongst some friends of mine online that um, because I'm a bit older than some of them, and uh, they, there's, there's this meme of Gandalf on on thing where Gandalf kind of exercises the demons from him, and he throws yeah. back his robe. But there's a meme yeah. on. Uh, a, a gif meme and it's the same thing happens but gandalf throws throws up and it's just like he's nude apart from a pair of y front baggy y fronts from behind <laughs> he throws back his cloak and he's like that with the long hair and the beard and that is the the meme they use to take the mick out of me whenever i say something even remotely boomerish and i've just i just own it now i'm like yeah yeah that's i'm into that well, you look, you i'll, look I'll, like I'll throw the meme up on the video for for youtube yeah definitely put it up yeah put it here yeah that's where it'll go, that's where it'll go. In the box. we're never gonna get that right with camera flips or whatever you know when people <laughs> point to the little box and look at this video <laughs> never gonna get it right mate now you're looking good you feeling okay today because we've got a good guest on yeah i feel okay it's been one hell of a ride for the last couple of months my dude it's been just be festival to festival to festival yeah and it's uh yeah yeah it's been a I thing i feel i feel very similar we'll chat about festival in a minute yeah. which i've just literally come back from looking out of my window i can see a tent that is being aired from coming yeah. back from festival but listen we've got a brilliant guest today we have richard franks on the uh -huh. show he's a yeah. writer a comedian he just sketches online he's super super funny so in a little Good. while, he'll be on. And if you're listening and you're a Richard Franks fan, welcome mm -hmm. to the podcast. Pull up a seat and yeah. we'll tell you a bit about it. I left my coat at a gig once. 
Mark found it, got in touch with me, and mm. we got on really well. We ended up making a podcast, which is what you're listening to now. Now, we Pretty always much. kick off with a chat about where we've been. So I've just come back from festival. Do you want me to start with that, or do you want to tell me where you've been? Well... Where did I go? I can't remember the last thing I told you about. I think I told you a bit about rock and blues and I did yeah. um, something after that. I did Riverside Festival after that. That was good. Um, that was a lot of world music. Where then, were you where you came back destroyed? Which festival that, was that? You see, that was Glowworm. And that's, a, that's a, a slightly different festival. We've done years. So I was doing the main stage at Glowworm, the front of House Sound, which is the miserable looking widded in the middle of the field, pushing <laughs> faders up and down. Um, but Glowworm is a family slash children's festival. So okay. there, there's thousands of people, big stage, you know, this, but it's like lots of CBBS presenters and yep. stuff like that. And there are were some bands and tribute acts, and you know, we had Living Joy from the nineties. We had. Uh, uh, Mercury, which is like a Queen tribute. We had lots of stuff, but we had things like Basil Brush was there and not on Basil. stage. And this, this, that, and the other. So we've had over the years Blobby, Chuckle Brothers. We've had you, you name it, royalty. In it, yeah, children's TV royalty, and there's loads of breakouts, loads of other stages, and you know, so it, it is properly um, a thing. It's it's a thing. Andy and the Odd Socks, you know, and all this sort of stuff. So. There's loads of these kids singing, and it is bananas for me because I come from rock and roll land, and this is not rock and roll land for the most part. I'm so, interested to, to see that that festival was the one that you came back really ill from. Like, it, you know, you must have really gone for it with Basil Brush and stuff. You're really getting on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we were just, you know, you know, me and Basil, before he goes on, you know, he likes to sort of rack him up and, you know... <laughs> Oh, no, no, he doesn't. That's a joke, Basil. He, 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 he steers clear of the Bolivian nose coffee. Did you coffee. say you were getting eaten by horse flies or something? Is yeah. That, was that the I same got, one? I got bitten on the legs a lot by, I'm pretty sure, horse flies. My legs swelled up and they're very, very painful. Um, yeah, that was nasty. Could have been the oldest I, I, I got from, just transmitted by, by um, you know... Parasites, fox. who knows? Yeah, fox. <laughs> Lyme's disease now. No, but um, it's that. It's working, you know, 80 hours in a field, sleeping in a tent, and then yeah. just rinse, repeat, day in, day out, and then de-rigging it, and then going back to a toddler for... Well, he's not a toddler. Whatever you call these small humans, um, for three or four days and then just going straight back to it again it's just that over and over and over again so my immune system and you eat crap because you you don't get a break really you know you do yeah. like a 12 13 14 hour day and you can't go anywhere because you're the person who solves all the problems so getting food and it's just festival food it's like oh yeah, i've been handed food. some fatty carbohydrates again and then you wolf it down and it's just constant there's no healthy eating it's so hard to just eat properly so yeah. you just you just get after uh, like a month or two you just start getting run down so are you yeah. done though now have you finished all your festivals have you got any more um there's one in a couple of weeks which i don't i haven't even i don't know if we if i'm doing it but it's a little bit different that one it, it is more local it's close to where download is and uh, um it's off the tracks um 
but I don't know okay. if I'm doing that. I don't. We don't even know um, who, who's been booked for that. But I think I'll probably go to that anyway because it's usually a meeting point for engineers and old. You know, it feels like we're coming into the home straight of festivals for the summer. Surely that's going to be your last yeah. one, isn't it? Yeah, there's going to be a run of like lots of touring shows and stuff in the run up to Christmas. Um, so I, I'll probably be on that. But I've got some other stuff going on that i need to sort out before i can even figure out whether on how much of that i'm going to be doing glow one was fun um the crew were great um it was it was nice to hang out with them for you know an hour in the evening before what was the class. best thing you saw on the main stage when you were doing it for all that time there what was, was the some great thing? there was some great things but you know when there's some sort of we talk about backstage things that happen or that perhaps yeah. the crew are only party to yeah well you're familiar you you've had uh you've had a radio mic before haven't you a little lapel one or something oh here we go yeah here we go well, a little forgot uh, headset no no yeah. I, I i i fully believe that this um this lady knew that it was on but this is a conversation so obviously we're given Pretty much zero minutes to change over acts. It's not run like proper rock and roll festival with that kind of experience in programming. There's, you know, there are difficulties in it. And then we turn up and go, how are we going to do this? And you try and get everything on at once. And we, yeah, we yeah, manage. Yeah, yeah, But um, this was a, a promotional segment. And I think it's probably best if I don't say exactly for, but it was it was a a, 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 a food company aimed at children, we'll say. And they had some mascots, um, sort of, you know, and they were doing the whole healthy eating thing. So they had some mascots of one fruit and another fruit. And, uh, you know, so before we go on, I'm like got this headset, so I'm listening to them. They've got a solo button, so I can listen to a particular microphone or instrument or whatever and listen to it on headphones without it yeah. coming out of the speakers. So I'm soloing this and I'm listening to it. And I've got my colleague, Adam, at the other end. And he's sort of like, we're trying to figure out what's going on. And I'm like, Adam, listen to this. And all I can hear is this this lady, right? She goes, well, where are they? What do you mean that, that they're being sick in a tent? And it, it somehow transpires that, look, I don't know what this mascot, we'll, we'll refer to him as Mascot X, them, okay. they, I don't know, gender. But Mascot X was, um, was, was, it sounded very much like they were vomiting in a tent backstage. And I don't know whether they'd, uh, you know, had a few beers the night before or whether there did seem to be an issue with heat, the temperature, and um, how often the mascot suit had been washed. So oh, we just listened days. to like a five minute conversation of of this this poor human and like just give advice going just just breathe through your mouth just breathe through your mouth <laughs> were they supposed well, to be when a piece were the last time these things were washed yeah i, I don't uh, mate i couldn't possibly comment on exactly what they were because i don't really okay. want to want to shine a bad light on the brand Did, it was a, this... it was a, it was like a sponsor segment so when they this these um characters finally came on stage behind this woman who was doing all the talking and they've got the people in the suits like this you could see that one of them was visibly <laughs> shook except that they were a giant fruit with a massive smiling face and terrifying eyes on the front and it was easy to spot which one because it was Alan. the fruit that was green that was not supposed to be green that's basically it a green we're just in tears and a photograph banana. was taken of like just this 
you know, terrifying, quivering visage behind the monitor engineer as he leaned out. Well, I'd like to suggest Mascot X for the show title because I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, shout out to Mascot X. You you, you stayed in there, you hung in there and big respects because that must have been rough, my dude. (laughs) That is amazing. Thanks for sharing that with us, Mark. I... um, (laughs) I've got a couple of bits to tell you about Bestival. It was it was wild. I mean, I, I played it. So uh-huh. I played it on the Friday, which was great. First day when everything's kind of firing up and they did the comedy at 12.30. I say hello to Tiernan, who books comedy for kids. That's a thing that mm-hmm. he runs. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's like a thing you could take Finn to, um, yeah. which is fine for him, but it is with proper comedians who do their material, mm-hmm. but they just do a clean-up version yeah. of it. So... It's called Comedy for Kids. And we did that on the Friday. And But I saw loads and loads of things because we stayed all weekend. And one thing I really wanted to tell you about mm-hmm. was I went to see East 17. Yeah. Now, East 17, I think for legal reasons, were billed as East 17 Christmas Special. That's what they were called. <laughs> In the guide. East 17 Christmas Special. Now, I think that must be some sort of legal get around something thing to be able to use the name. I don't know how that works, but I'm pretty sure. Like, Look, so, that's sorry. what they were called. That's when, what they were called. When they'd done their gig, did they go straight home or did they stay another day? <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that because they did finish with that song. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm stood there watching them, right? And uh-huh. they look really good to me. Like, they look great. And the front... Um, Frontman was singing brilliant vocal, really, really good. And I knew that, that it wasn't all of East 17. I, I was I was well aware of that. But I think my friend who I was at the festival with said to me, there's only one of them left from East 17 that is in this thing that we're watching. So I assumed that will be the guy that was fronting it, who was, was you know, singing the songs. Is that right? Brian Harvey, the fellow who drove over his own head? No, it wasn't Brian. I think, it, I think it's Terry. I think I think it's Terry that's left. Right. But I'm pretty sure there was just one of them left. But uh-huh. after watching a couple of songs, it sort of dawned on me that the front man of uh-huh. E17 Christmas Special, he was really good, like could really sing and was doing a great job. Sure. He wasn't one of the guys from E17. So then yeah. I realised that one of the other guys who was basically dancing... Mm-hmm. He was the one that was in E17. So it was like, right. it's quite a strange thing to get your head around because it's like you're watching yeah. E17 and they're doing just a E17 songs, but the guy who's fronting it was not in E17 and one of the dancers was. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, so it was like an E17 tribute with the bloke from E17 in it as a dancer. Is that... Nailed it. You've yeah. nailed it. Yeah. That's it. Christmas and- special in August... It was, it was, it was good. Like they did all the hits, and people were having a good old time in there. Yeah. But here's the other thing, which I was saying to you before we came on the pod. I'm going to tell you something that you won't believe. But Bestival is a family festival. I don't yeah. know if you're aware of that, but it's like definitely the festival to take your kids to. I yeah. took my kids and my wife. We all went, mm-hmm. and one of the acts that was booked for Bestival. Mm-hmm. How inspired is this? Do you know who right. they had on the bill? Napalm I- Death. Sick, yeah. Napalm yeah. Death played yeah. the big top, which right. is where I did the kids' comedy. Did you absolutely love it? They were amazing. They mm-hmm. were so loud, so heavy, and so unbelievably booked for the wrong festival, which made it brilliant. <laughs> Perfect, it just made yeah. it absolutely brilliant. It was like yeah. everybody that was in that tent went, 
Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let, yes. Let's go for this. This is mental. What is happening? Why, why are they even mm-hmm. here? Kind of thing. So yeah, Napalm Death. And um, I just wanted to do a shout out to Best of All and Rob the Bank, who runs it, because mm-hmm. it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Awesome. One day, I, I hope you will take Finn. I reckon yeah, it'll be an amazing it'd be, time. It'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, that was someone else who was on at Glowworm, one of your former alumni. Who? Was, uh, do you remember uh, off of the, um, I think it was Britain's Got Talent, it was Stavros Flatley. Oh, yeah. He was one of and the his early... son. Do you remember his son? Was yeah. The tiny little one? Still, his son still dances with him. I mean, he's about 280 pounds. Um <laughs> <laughs> guy covered in tattoos and has a bigger beard than me uh but they 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 still do it and it was a little bit risque in a funny way uh they were very funny yeah so did uh, they do the river dance thing where they do it to that it was mostly well, they flew that? over they flew over from cyprus for the did they the <laughs> it was carnage <laughs> absolute carnage i love i I love a sort of unusual thing at first. Oh, there's but loads listen, of that sort of thing. We need to crack on because we've got Richard coming on in a minute. So uh-huh. please, can we have the correspondence jingle? Because we had some okay. good Oh, we had some good ones. In. Yeah, that I need to tell I've you. I've got about. no... I'm, I'm out of touch, mate. I'll tell I, you what we're doing. I'm catching up. London, Tokyo, and Penzen. We want your correspondence. Just hits different, that jingle, doesn't it? I mean, that's like an injection yeah. of... Yeah. excitement um correspondence people came back to us we were talking about famous people me and you and we were <laughs> chatting about we were? okay go on <laughs> um actually did i no sorry hang on a minute it wasn't even it me was wasn't marcus. it you didn't even notice it marcus. you didn't even it. notice me and marcus <laughs> right <laughs> Marcus pointed out that you've both got the same initials. That's why yeah. Johnny will only present with people who have got the initials of MC, Mark yeah. Carver, Marcus Carter. Yeah. Anyway, me and or Marcus any are master about, of ceremonies. Um, yeah, perfect. Uh, Helen went, funnily enough, having just spoken about him, I was telling Marcus that Helen went CE17 back in the day, right, when it was uh-huh. the original lineup, and she was, she was sick. And God, all the callbacks to everything we've been talking about. She was sick. And they took her via the barrier, probably over the barrier and sort of past where the band were or whatever. They accused her of pretending to be sick to get close to the band, where she actually was just sick, which I thought was really funny. So I was saying to Marcus, let's ask the listeners if they've ever sort of gone to any extra lengths, gone the extra mile to try and get close to their celebrities. So that's what's come in. So from Sarah Louise... She said, I got my parents to take me to visit Keele University in 1995. Mm. And on the way, I insisted on a visit to Robbie Williams' house in Stoke. We got to Keele and they didn't even do the course that I was supposed to be doing. So she basically just <laughs> lied to her parents to, <laughs> to go and look drive at... to yeah, Robbie you... Williams' house. That's, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty creepy. <laughs> I asked her not to call our listeners creepy, but upon reflection, they've got a man. <laughs> I asked her if probably she, not okay. I asked her if she met him. I asked her if if Robbie was in, and she she wrote this is on the comments on Facebook. She she wrote back and said he wasn't in. He so wasn't. He must have knocked all that for nothing. Well, <laughs> you always ask for one more bit of information. I haven't got. I I was pleased with myself this week because I made a note to tell you that I had asked if she said he wasn't in, but there was another step. <laughs> I don't know how she. I don't know how she knows. Um, Cars on. Dr- how about yeah, there, was no, there wasn't a car on the driveway. 
<laughs> she couldn't hear someone singing angels from yeah. the uh, shower. Lisa Weaving was Jones. Sorry, I assume that Lisa Weaving was Jones used to be Lisa Jones, and now she's Lisa Weaving. But to let everyone know, she puts Lisa Weaving was Jones. I think that is really not the I've, thing for this morning, is it? You were like, yeah, mate. I mean, that's what I was thinking. Except somehow you confused me into wondering if I even knew what I was thinking. <laughs> Let's go for Lisa Weaving. She loves Matt Goss from Bross. About uh -huh. 18 and a half years ago, he was playing at Butlins in Minehead. Come on. Oh, Come on. Imagine. That's a gig, isn't it, huh? Yeah. Butlins, Minehead, 18 and a half years she ago. She had the Grolsch bottle tops on her shoes and Doc Martens, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. Lisa had won a competition to go for the weekend. Uh -huh. She saw him on a Saturday night and in her haste to meet him and have a photo with him, she uh -huh. legged it from the venue. She fell over a chair and broke her digital camera. It was only a small one, not a DSLR. But luckily, I had an old film one with me, so I got the selfie. But to this day, my hubby thinks I was pushed. <laughs> that sounds like, did he jump or was he pushed? Um, Which, what, pushed by another super fan who was trying I to get there so, first yeah, kind of I think thing? so, yeah. like, trying to like, get him out of the race to get there. Wow. I ended up with the biggest bruise on my left arm. And Lisa is a super fan. She's posted the picture oh, bless. on my Facebook. So hopefully you can grab that for the video because it's a great That's picture it, yeah. of her with Matt Goss. Yeah, so thanks for that, comment Lisa. That's a really good one. Send that to me on WhatsApp or something, I'll put it in there. Getting injured to meet your celeb is, yes, that's a tick. You you've really have gone the extra mile if you're actually hurting yourself to do yeah, it. Yeah, purposefully, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Amy Louise Sims said, I was dating my now husband quite early on and he knew that I really loved Jack Whitehall. He took me to one of his gigs and at the end of the night, while I was waiting for a cab, I noticed Jack coming out of the stage door. I literally ran and jumped a hedge to get a photo with him. <laughs> How high is his hedge? What? I, yeah. I, I find it difficult to identify with some of these because literally, if I was sort of like prone to that kind of thing of like, oh my God, that person's amazing. I've got to meet them. I've got to get a photo or something like that. I wouldn't be able to do the job. I literally wouldn't be able to do my job. I don't think I feel super awkward. And I, I never, I probably should more, but I very, very rarely ask for photos with, with people. Is there anyone out there that you would jump a hedge for? I don't think so, no. No. Drew Barrymore? No. Oh, mate. Uh, no, no, I don't think I would. Because, I mean, you might get noticed, but you'd also definitely look like. Like a bit of a twat, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, it's not the best start to trying to woo someone jumping no, over a hedge no and one's ever looked, in front of them. I mean. That's the thing that blows my mind as well, is like the whole, like the Beatlemania thing. No one's ever seen someone screaming, running towards them, throwing themselves <laughs> over topery and thought, oh, she's the one for me or vice versa. It's not, it, that's never happened. What What was it that, you f that first drew you to your partner? Her scream... <laughs> blood-curdling <laughs> cry she threw the herself scream. over some hiberniums or something you know oh, that's the thing you want yeah um, susan murray who often messages she's a comedian who's great go and see her mm -hmm. susan murray she went to austin texas to see wanda sykes she mm -hmm. said we share the same birthday and i tried to send a note to her but i was ignored charming 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you just get a note that says, happy birthday to us, written in biro, you start... <laughs> <laughs> you just make sure the windows are locked that night. Yeah, be you? careful, Susan. The next, the next step will be hedge hopping. Watch out. These are all really sort of fun, innocent things. And there's me just like calling all our listeners stalkers. Now you know I went to Dorset a little while ago, right. to see some great British countryside and do nothing. Do you remember did that? You, did you do some light stalking? No, but I did okay. while I was there. Make a new jingle. Do you want to hear it? Uh does it does it make poke fun at me in any way? I don't think. Oh no, no, no I, don't. I know what this is now. Time jingle. Oh Put yeah, it on. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Jingle. Yeah, yeah. Sick. Let's go let's on. Give listen. it a go. Give Switch. it a whirl. Let's fire it up. Let the dancing begin. Oh yeah. It's about the middle of the podcast. About the middle of the podcast. And if you like it, you can help us out. It's so easy to help us out. Like and subscribe to our show. Like and subscribe to our show. If you listen carefully there, you'll hear some piano because the house that we stayed in had a piano and I was like, I'm totally making a jingle with that piano. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. I was like, I was like Shh, everybody on holiday. I'm recording a podcast. Um, so that's the jingle to say we're halfway through, but also to say this is important. Please like and subscribe to the show. Mm-hmm. It's very important, Mark, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So when you're on YouTube, you click the like button and the subscribe button, and then you click the real subscribe button. You have to touch the bell. Um, the forbidden sentence. Just click on that. And, and then that's also, the real subscribe if you, button. If you yeah. really want to help us out, Give the podcast a five star review on yep. whatever platform you listen to. Tripadvisor, just yeah, write something lovely about it and give it a five star review. Don't confuse him, Mark, with Tripadvisor. Here's me trying to build the pod, and you're taking it the wrong way. We don't want to like do it on people saying that the someone, bath wasn't clean. Someone <laughs> books a room on Tripadvisor recently, and like they had like one four star review or something. Oh no, it was no, it was a garage to get something done. And it says, and it was one five star review, and it said, no, it was one four star review. Everything else was five stars. Then one four star review just said, satisfactory. <laughs> just like, <laughs> why? You... That reminds me of like, I'd like to see one my, that says satisfactory on our podcast. My wife's dad, so uh-huh. my father in law, has got a, a Indian takeaway menu, curry menu. Uh, and they try different things, and he just puts little notes next to things they've tried. Just from the same it's restaurant, just like that. He's trying yeah. to complete. He's just trying like to complete hundred percent an Indian takeaway, which I respect. Hundred percent completion mean, on an Indian takeaway, I think is. I don't know if they try and have every single thing, but it's more. I think so. They come back to it and they remember what they thought of it. Right. You know, okay. Two months later or whatever. But yeah. it, it is literally like you've just said. It will just say like decent. Decent, or something like that. <laughs> satisfactory. But you know, yeah. that's the thing. Do you have that with takeaways? Now, I I miss takeaways because there's only about two or three places that will actually deliver out where I am. So I, I very rarely have them. But there are ones like I know. For example, there's one in in, in Derby that will deliver here. And it does an amazing desi lamb curry on the bone, lamb on the bone broth. And it's so good. But they're nan breads. Sorry, guys, they're shit. 
that's that's okay. a shit nan bread you got there so there goes the sponsorship yeah there goes the sponsorship <laughs> mate but I, I i couldn't i could not endorse a place that just just, just doesn't take care of the nan the way it should but the desi Take care of your nan. Banging. Yeah, take care of your nan. <laughs> if you learn anything from this, take care of your nan. But, but so, there's another contender for the title. So it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> fantasy league um, takeaways where, you know, you'd, you'd have the nan from that restaurant and the thing is sometimes you forget and you make a mistake. That's good. And that it, is a great idea, fantasy league takeaways. Yeah, and, and then you should get, remember, oh, the Rogan Josh from that place, it's just all onion. And, you, and then you, that's it. Do you get points for... The star ratings that they received that year. Is that how it works? Um, I don't, you know, I, like Fantasy League football, when someone scores yeah, a goal, you yeah. get points. Yeah. So yeah. If, if you've got like, you know, Onion Bargy from this place, no one from this place. Soggy. I think we're onto something here. Yeah. Now listen, yeah. Before, we, before we go any further, uh-huh. I want to tell you one more thing from Best of All, which is true, but sounds untrue. Here right. it goes. Okay. Hit me. And this is going to be the question for this week uh, off the back of this. Right. So... One of the things on the main stage at Best of All this year was this. Mr. Maker and the Utah Saints. <laughs> well, I was like, we had Mr. Maker. We had Mr. We Maker didn't and have the, the, Utah, Utah, the Utah Saints. I can't even say it. I'm so excited. Utah Saints like a are kind of, a basketball team. No, Utah no. Saints is like 90s kind of DJs did did their own tracks and stuff as oh, well. But like, oh, oh. you know... Like was it like garage dance stuff? music? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. No, not really garage. No, nineties, nineties. Right. Um, so they were great. You know, it was, it was okay. a great collab, and that is my question for this week. I loved that idea, Mister Maker and the Utah Saints, and how, it's an unusual but brilliant collab. Do, how does that? Does it? Does it gel? He was, he was basically performing with them. Right. Okay. Yeah, we had so Mister Maker. He was on is, for ages. What I want to know is, who would you like to see on a main stage at a festival with Mr. Maker? collab? Because no, not our, with our collab was Basil Brush and Mr. Maker. Was it? Yeah. Boom, Did he really do that? Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> no, no, that's, that, that was it. We can't, A, we can't do the rest of the lyrics to that song because I remember buying the CD in Woolworths and yeah. it's not appropriate. And B, yeah. um, no, just just still no. Right. Well, look, you're <laughs> allowed we? to have Mr. Maker. You're allowed so, to have Mr. Maker, but really I want you to come up with your own. I want you to think who, which two things, you know, am I going to put together to <laughs> smash it up? Have I ruined this you know week's I mean? question with ADHD, just completely confusing everything and everybody? No, but you'll like this. You'll right. like this. My mate... Uh, unlikely collabs, is that where we're at? Or ones yeah, that unlikely you want, collabs. Yeah, okay, unlikely or collabs. ones you really want to see. Really okay. Want, you know, and get, Dream get them into the Johnny Awesome. And, yeah, okay, yeah. Get them into the Johnny Awesome socials and the BCD pod socials. Uh-huh. My mate my mate that I was at the festival with, who's a very uh-huh. funny guy, shout out to my friend Foggy. Mm. Foggy said, um, after we'd seen Mr. Maker and Utah Saints doing their mashup, he said that <laughs> Mr. Tumble was doing something with... Um, Mumford and Sons later, and they were called Tumble and Sons. <laughs> so there you go. Start of the 10, Tumble and Sons. In fact, oh. if you could put a name in there as well that they call their, their mashup, then that would be extra yeah. point. You'll definitely get a good chance of being read out if you do that. So wow. who is your Tumble and Sons? Which unlikely collab do you want to see on a main stage? And tell us why. Now, 
It's time for the WD41 jingle. I'm not going to try and sing along to it because my voice is totally wrecked from the festival and it's really high. So I'll just let you play it, Mark. Okay. I'll let you play it. So I'll just push this Go button, yeah? It. Yeah, hit it. He's a robot droid and you'll miss him when he's gone. He's WD41. I did a bit for you. Very, very good. WD41 in the house, I mm. hope, because he was off yeah. with a cold as well when you were off. So, is yeah. He there? Well, he had some. He, he, needed, he needed to go in for defragmentation. Did you remember that when you used to have to defrag your hard drives? Unfortunately, yeah. uh, WD, I did have to use some fairly antiquated technology in his construction. So he had to go in for a defrag. And he's defrag. You know when you take a dog to the vets and it it then no longer trusts you and you've betrayed it. Okay, he's he's not happy with you. I don't think he's happy. Well, I don't think he's ever been happy with anyone. I was just thinking, what a great rapper name, Defrag is. Yeah, like. Yeah, you know, like Ice Cube or like yeah. you know J Dog or something. I think I might if I start rapping, I might call myself Defrag. J Dog is actually what um, the old lead so we jokingly refer to the old lead singer of my band as as, as J Dog. Um, That's what my agent calls me. Like he never ever uses he really? my name. He calls, he calls, calls me J Dog. Yeah, if you yeah. rang me up, he'd say it. if you sent me an email, he'd put it on it. And I sometimes yeah. think I hope you're not using that with other people out in the industry because they wouldn't know who I am. J Dog looks but he like calls a- me J Dog. Yeah. RJ Dog looks like um looks like a, a geography teacher who has killed and will kill again. Um <laughs> so, so that kind of adds to adds to the mystique. It's good. All right. Now uh, should we say let's, should we say hello? Let's to make him? sure he's working. Let's make sure he's working. WD, you're Frank's right. Are you talking to me anyway. again yet? Sounds well yeah, angry, mate. I've cut him off. It, 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 it's not really broadcastable. Don't even, don't I'm even hoping say that when I can tell that uh, I was full of Absolute filth. We, that's, that's straight off of YouTube, that. Um, uh, hopefully, when we introduce him to Richard, he'll, you know, it's a clean slate, isn't it? It's a clean slate. Is Richard in the lobby, by the he way? He is. He is in the lobby, All yeah. right, well, look, I, I'm going to do an intro to him. Right. It's always awkward doing the intro when the guest is already in the room. So I'm going to do an intro. It is, And yeah. then you're going to try and bring him in. Yeah. Yeah? By clicking the okay. button that says bring him in, yeah? I wrote this. This morning, having just got back from festival, so right, I apologise okay. now before I read it out. It's going to be sick, mate. <laughs> I believe in you. You've got this. What I will say before I read this out is, Rich is absolutely brilliant because I've seen okay. him live and I've watched his stuff online and both mm-hmm. things are quality. So okay. we have no worries here. The guest is great. But here's my intro. Today's guest is a comedian mm-hmm. and maker of comedy sketches and characters. I first saw this guest... I was going to say his name, but I was saving it to the end. I first saw him in a comedy version of The Three Musketeers in Edinburgh, which was hilarious. Since then, he's become an online sensation, smashing it all over the place on places like TikTok with his brilliant and hilarious characters such as Mum, David! Mm -hmm. That's me doing a bit of what he does. Please welcome to the show to be interviewed by our droid, a guest that is far too good for this podcast. It's Richard Franks, if Mark can get him on the podcast. Hey, there, there he is. is. Hello, there, Richard. How are you? This is all very. I'm very impressed with all of this. This is very. This is well, cool. don't be. Um, okay, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> don't come in with high standards. Just no, drop no, them, no. Drop them down now. <laughs> I, 
I, I did build a I did build a rudimentary online studio previously, and that's how I used to do it. And that was very much less impressive. This one we kind of pay for. So oh, really? It's, so it's, we oh, can't really take credit see, for well, it. Well, you can see where the money goes, guys. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, <laughs> well, this is great. Thanks for having me. Hello. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Do we do we need to turn Richard's mic down a little bit there? Um, what do you think, Mark? Should we should we take it down a little? Maybe just down a little. Just, down just, a little just slightly distorting because oh, we want silky yeah. tones. My we want silky say, tones. That's nice. Boost this in post. And people go, oh, turn him down. Just turn him, just take him straight down. <laughs> <laughs> or all of that, that's a bit much. That's <laughs> We're good, I think. I think we'll Richard, manage. when you were in the lobby, did was the show piping through to the lobby? Could you hear what I was saying? Or were no. you just in the lobby? No. no oh, I, I, I just, just gave you an amazing introduction. <laughs> oh, did you? I just, yeah. I just gave you a wonderful yeah. introduction, yeah. Oh. Which ended with me saying that you were too good for the podcast. So that's that's how we brought you on to oh, it. Oh, so thank God it's out there. Saying, right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're a bit too uh, a bit too famous for us. But um, don't be dull. Welcome to welcome to the podcast. It's lovely to have you on. Thank you for having me. I was just me. telling Mark the first time I met you and saw you was um, in Edinburgh when you did that show, the three hander, the three musketeers, and you very much had the kind of the comedy role of that, right? Yeah, absolutely. That was uh, so. That was my slapstick comedy trio days. That was you know we used to we used to do some really excellent like physical comedy, sort of like sort of old meets new you know there's a lot of nostalgia there was some, like buster keaton charlie chaplin stuff and then sort of like rick mail aid edmondson you know we used to i think was it that show where we had the we got the fake fire extinguisher and we used to hide it at every venue we went to uh, by a fire exit and then uh, throughout the show at some point one of us would just grab the fire extinguisher and just go and wallop the other one and the gasp yeah, from yeah, the audience yeah. was just always like <gasps> you know yeah Health and safety. My <laughs> my kids until there's an actually a fire and some picks it up and I completely think well, failed did, to put it out. One minute did say that they were like, "We are concerned that there is a bit of confusion. Someone's try, trying to throw this bit of polystyrene at a fire, you know? <laughs> fire, polystyrene, yeah. perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Throwing, throwing yeah. one of those buckets of tinsels that clowns have over an actual fire. It, just it, it literally would have been going up. In. I'm surprised we never did that. Actually, tinsel in a bucket. That's great. That see, that's why. Yeah, right. comedy genius, Johnny. It's yeah. a classic. Yeah, it was a great show. It was a great show, and my kids still watch that DVD. Like oh. we, we got a DVD at the end of it, and they still watch it. I mean, they've started to watch your new stuff as well. You know, obviously you've moved on since then, but yeah, it stood the test of time, is what I'm saying. It's still very funny. That's and, really um, lovely to hear. Well, I think that's why, like, yeah. we used to get because we used to get kids and and adults and grandparents alike in those shows because I think it was just yeah. some, a little bit of something for everyone. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's sort of you know physical comedy. You know, it's timeless. You know, really, really just how good. you frame now, it. You know. We've got someone that we want you to meet. It's our yeah. droid. He's called WD41. He's a bit camera shy, so he never comes on the camera, but you okay. will be able to hear him. So, Mark, do you want to do the introductions? Very excited. Well, yeah, this is uh, WD41. So the way it works is, is Johnny asked me to build an Android right. and gave me about 48 hours to do it. Oh, that's so, nice. That's good. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> hence why, probably why he's not much of a looker. But um, he... <laughs> He is uh, an amalgam uh, of AI and what I had lying around in this mess behind me. Um, okay. So the questions he's asking genuinely are randomly generated by an AI called okay. WD41. So Brilliant name, yeah. He's, um, he might go a bit off-piste. He might have just throw some weird stuff in there. He can be a bit rude, but um, to be honest, mostly he's, he's a bit pissed off with me and uh, his <laughs> He's never liked Johnny. So, um, you know. Oh, well, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think you should be all right. You should be flavor of the month. Well, so, let's uh, find out. I'm very excited. I'll just introduce him and uh, WD41. Do you want to say hello? 
Oh, he, says, he says hello. He says, oh, thank hello. God I don't have to talk to this pair of idiots anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, right. Should, should we start with some questions? Do, do yeah, let's get a question. Let's do it. Right. Get him to make a question. Right, okay. WD41, have you got a question? Okay. Here we go. There we go. Okay. So, so obviously, he does speak English. I'll translate. Um, Please, yeah, is, they say that behind <laughs> every great comedian is an even greater collection of embarrassing childhood stories. Have you got one that still makes you cringe and chuckle simultaneously? Oh, embarrassing childhood stories. Do you know what? There's, um, I remember my older sister was once doing a school production of Bugsy Malone, right? And I was, so she's four years older than me. She, and this must have been, I think this was like her leaving primary school uh sort of year six kind of like you know um mm-hmm. and i remember watching her rehearsing at home uh but at the actual show on the night i uh when she was doing her bit um she was doing the Tallulah song or something i can't remember this is going back years and i i jumped up uh, and ran up on stage beside her and began doing the doing the show there was like this like little shoulders like wavy shoulders motion and i ran up and did it and like obviously because of my sister being that age like she was mortified that her little brother had just stolen you know just come up and couldn't <laughs> couldn't let her have this moment but the, the performer in me and like i'd seen her rehearse at home you know wow. in the living room and i i look back now and i think oh richard that is just you know that yeah. to this day the, the, the st- st- stealing <laughs> the bugsy malone like that was uh it was that song. I'm going to murder it now. Is that my name is Tallulah? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I've still got it. I've still been practicing. <laughs> Upon reflection, somewhat inconsiderate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> that's that's terrible. I mean, that's uh, that's the first one that springs to mind. Like that makes me go. Oh, how you... did that go down? That's what I want to know. What did the how did the audience react to that happening? I bet they loved it. Parents, probably thought parents it was loved it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like you know, obviously, I think it was a mixture of parents loved it. Teachers weren't sure, like, is this, you know, like, what have we got? Is, you know, is this a health and safety thing? Who's the kid? You know, where are his parents? You know, um, yeah. And my, mm. and my sister just, you know, carrying on, but looking at me with just fire, like, fire in her <laughs> eyes, like, thinking, wait, wait until we're home and it's going to be World War Three, you know. Uh, that, yeah, t- I, I, that, I feel a bit hot <laughs> just talking about that. And I'm like, oh, I really, oh, really ruined one. that for her, you know. Has oh. she, has she forgiven you? Do you know what? Like, it's one of those things that every time we have a family gathering, um, it, it always comes up, like, the time Richard stole her. <laughs> so, so I, do you know what? I'm going to say no, I don't think she has. I think uh, it's genuinely, it's up Take there, it you know. The grave. Yeah. 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 When, you do your, when you do your tour, when you do your tour, Richard, what you should do is yeah. you should... Make, get her to come to one of the dates, right? Yes. And then you should tell that story early on in the show. And then at the end, you should be doing a song and she should come up and steal your thunder. She should actually be able to come up. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then and maybe we'll write push the, out of the way. Balance the sketch. Just pull on push me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, do you know what? I think you're onto something. Well, the only good. way that's going to work, because if it's premeditated, it doesn't work, does it? <laughs> so true. she has to have a carte blanche to at any point come up and interrupt it, because then <laughs> you're going to be in perpetual panic the, the whole time. Yeah, these are the dates. Just turn up at one of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's do it. I thought you. I thought you meant more like as in forever, as in like you know, collecting a bath no, or something. She comes up just, at that moment. Between now and the, between now and the end of my career, she's just at some point. Yeah. She's just gonna. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's my birthday present. Just send it in a card, like a little carte blanche. That'd yeah, I, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. I'll, it's pl- a I'll pitch it to like her. When, yeah. 
Yeah, do it. You like when people like make a cheap present for Valentine's Day when they say, I'm familiar. I can get you a massage or something like that. Or yes. this is me doing the washing up or something like that. that what, why did you look so disgusted then? If that was from one person to their partner, that would be a nice thing, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, well, I, I think about that. Someone once, I believe, uh, bought me a, um, a voucher for a massage, knowing that I would like nothing less than um, oh, to, to, like... to, to have another person touch me for, for, for free. I, just, I, I meant the I, partner. I, no, no. Oh, right. I see. And not like a Valentine's Day oh, the, and they give it to their partners and they say, this one gets you like oh, me cooking you a meal or right. whatever. Like, when they haven't got out of the I'm shops saying? and bought something, you know, like it's a quick yeah. written in yeah. a bit of paper, you know. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what so I like massage the tool, Mark? Are you one of those sort of like vulnerable people that's just like, uh, you know, uh, vulnerable don't, don't touch me. Uh, <laughs> or you don't no. like making yourself vulnerable, I should say. Oh. You're not Possibly. a vulnerable person. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I, 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 I think... Um, for me, it's the yeah. thought of I, I, I would never, I would never pay a stranger to touch me. Like I, I just don't. I just think that would make me <laughs> uncomfortable. Sure, I should have been more specific. Uh, it would be a a qualified professional, not just yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. like who, <laughs> not running around town. Who will rub me? Like you know. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. You know, not saying that they're not professional. Hang on, we probably don't want to go down this route. Um, <laughs> no, it's a slippery, slippery slope. Let's have another question. Quick. The best, uh, yeah, it won't have a, it won't have a happy ending. Yeah, <laughs> go back, to, go back to the, go back to the droid. Quick, let's move on. Go, go back to the. Mark, let's Mark get some it. questions. Can I, have, can I have a sad ending, please? <laughs> Always. Quick, get the, the droid dog on. Dies. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, sorry, I'm just trying to get rid of the sad ending. Um, creating humour often involves observing life's quirks. Mm. Uh, what are some of your favourite topics to joke about and why do they resonate with you? Oh, favourite topics to joke about and why do they resonate with me? I mean, I love I love people watching. Like A lot of my stuff that I do now, like I do a lot of um, videos, online comedy sketches, and so much of it just comes from people watching and just real behavior like i just there's mm. nothing better than when you're out and about um and you just see somebody that is animated enough and funny enough and you you look at them and you think oh you don't realize that you are a fully formed sitcom character like just like yeah. you know and i just, and i in my head i'm already thinking oh, i could do that voice or i could have a go at their physicality or i could have a go at you know and i that i get really excited when you meet yeah when you meet somebody and you just think oh you have no idea how much material i've just got off yeah. of you and i think so obviously i do i do this mum character and, and that's mm. all about like watching behavior and replicating sort of mannerisms um and a sort of a, a the, the t sort of tone of voice and i think that's for me my topics are like i like to keep it as real as possible and human behavior mm. i like people to see a bit of themselves or you know, they'll nudge their partner and say, that's bloody, that's you, that is. Do you know what I mean? That kind of yeah. thing. I guess for me, that resonates, you know, with, with me kind of thing. People yeah. watching. Did, the, did you ever see, with the mum character, was there like, did you did you see someone who started that off? So mum character, the mum, she's like, she's a mixture of a, of a few different mums that I have seen over the years. Um, there's definitely a few of my relatives in there. Like, I'm not going to start being specific because I don't want to, you know, but uh, <laughs> I don't know how they'll take it. But there's, but there's, there's definitely like, 
there's a lot of that and then a lot of um what what mum revolves around which i really love it's just what mum mum says what you often see a lot of parents thinking but don't say that's the difference is that she i feel like she voices the thoughts that you couldn't quite say in public otherwise you'd get okay judgy stares yeah, yeah, yeah. you know but she will yeah. that and i think that's where she comes into her own is she will say that you're at your wits end and then she'll she'll go there and hit you with some mum sarcasm you know which is there's no sarcasm yeah. like like the sarcasm of a, a mother at a wits end i don't think <laughs> so you yeah, know it's, it's you know it's, it's a thing <laughs> it is it is isn't it it's like a whole skill set <laughs> yeah well i i think i told this story once before but um uh when i was much younger i climbed a set of bookshelves in order to uh get to a box of ferrero rocher which fantastic of course yeah. the whole thing came down i probably could have died kids get crushed by bookcases all the time yeah, um, yeah then yeah. it popped out to go to the shops in the village it was about three or four miles away yeah. and uh <laughs> they came back and just found carnage and uh, <laughs> I, I tried to defend myself and i started the sentence i thought and my mum just stepped in and went, you thought you farted, but you shit yourself, didn't you? <laughs> and that was it. It was just like brutal. I was like, I'm done. I'm out. Out for yeah. the count. Done. That yeah. was uh, somewhere around 1989 and I've never recovered. And never recovered. Yeah, absolutely. Never recovered. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's stuck know, in my head for, for 30 something years. Yeah. It's excellent. That, <laughs> that's brilliant. I, um, I remember like my mum... I, they had to stop taking when I was really little. Like we're sort of talking age of when you know you, you put a child like the you know like the reins you know you, that you hold a, like when you're walking. Uh, yeah, is that, like am a, I, just got, I feel like I'm not selling yeah. this product well, but like when no, you put yeah, a child but it's on like reins, a dog lead for yes, a child. child. Yeah. yeah, and I used yeah. to like they used to put me on that, and I and I used to go limp like I used to just hang, you know, and they used to have yeah. to drag me around like Tesco's and things. And then one day they thought, oh, maybe he'll walk, you know, we'll, we'll release we'll release him. Um, and I, you know, bolted and I used to climb the shelves. They said um, years ago, this is a Tesco in High Wycombe in Bucks, and, uh, and they were like, apparently I went for the fire exit and set the sprinklers off, you know, and the, wow. they had to literally, yeah, yeah, and they had to stop, they had to stop taking me. And my mum, yeah. you know, like, yeah, she just, uh, bless her. she was always at here. It's like, He's either he's either going onto the stage to perform with someone else, yeah. or he's running for the nearest fire. There's definitely a thing. I think you stay in the you need the reins these days, or you, have you? I definitely have you, do. Have you toned it down? I, I, no, no, no. I've definitely got. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm. Oh, I'm certain. I've got undiagnosed ADHD. I don't start bounce off the walls. Hey. I'm, I'm convinced. Oh, really? Do you? Are you? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, they don't care about diagnosing every week. To you, yeah, hundred percent, dude. Well, this is it. I said to yeah. the, I said to my partner Penny. I was like, oh, do you think I should try and get a diagnosis? And she was like, well, yeah, but at this point, what, what's going to be different? For you, yeah. I mean, she's like, yeah. you are how you are. I don't know if it's worth pursuing. Yeah. I don't even know how you go about starting to get that sort of three-year waiting list. Is it? You see, by that, yeah, that's you know. I mean, I, the, the irony of trying to get someone with ADHD to to to, to adhere to, to wait three, three years, years. Wait, wait three, <laughs> wait patiently for three years. Yeah, absolutely. It's I'll have found ten other projects by then. You know, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. By I design. think it's a test. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a test to find you out. Yeah, maybe if you actually... if you can wait three years to be seen, they go you ain't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lose, yeah. lose. It's like witch, witch dunking, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think exactly yeah. that. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, no, just um, I'm just I very think, bounced. I think you're perfect. You're perfect as you are, Richard. Oh, it's obviously working for you. So do not fret, it. my friend. Oh, thank you very do much. Not very kind, Johnny. <sighs> can we have another question, WD? Oh yeah. Let's let's go. Let's see what else. Oh, he says, um, could you walk us through your creative process 
And how do you come up with your material, refine it, and decide what makes the final cut for your performances? Sorry, right. I've got to look over there every time he talks, because otherwise, you know, just I've got to read his eyes. You've a bit got to as look well. at him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, be rude to not look at him. Yeah. Okay, so so we, just to jump in there, we've talked about the people watching thing, but the thing I would be really interested to hear about is like your process of making stuff for for when it ends up is like one of these clips that does really well online. Yeah. So like, you know, you, once you've got the idea and you've done your people watching yes. or whatever, yeah. so take us through like the the making of it. Okay, so basically. Um, so let's say I've done my, done my people watching. It's all gone in the notebook. You know, there's always a notebook in my bag and then uh, always bullet, yeah. bullet points. Um, and then, so I'll sit down with the notebook and let's say, so let's take the mum character um, and I will start, honestly, I will sit there, usually sometimes in front of a mirror, but not always. And I will start and I'll do the voice and I will talk and I will start just chatting and I will see what things come out and just suddenly sound funny. So there'll be like one in five lines that I go, oh, that's a pro- that's a good, that's a good, a really good line and then that that will make it into the into the sort of final script but i literally just stand here in my living room um and effectively just get it on its feet and just chat 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 like sometimes my girlfriend will come home mid you know <laughs> mid rehearsal me on my own and it is the maddest you, oh you know it is it's the most peculiar thing to walk in on i feel quite invaded as well when she's i'm like excuse me <laughs> like this is you know it's just me and you know private moment between me and mum. Do you stay in character when when you yeah? Do what time do you call that? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, coming home all hours. Yeah, I think. Um, but yeah, and then and then from then I'll type it up on Word like a, a, a skit, and then and then I'll start filming it. So if if I've got help, obviously someone will film me, or, or otherwise it's just me a tripod and a ring light, you know, and. Um, and I'll film way too much stuff. It's always so hard to get it down to 60 seconds, uh, which is what I try to aim for, for with an online video because with the scrolling culture now, if you, you know, if your videos aren't, if they're too long or if they're not snappy enough at the beginning, people just, you just lose people. It's, oh, it's a whole new skill to sort of learn. And, um, yeah. and then I'll film, yeah, I'll film loads of stuff and I'll have to somehow just edit it down to 60 seconds. Um, but yeah, there's like, I always try and tick, so- go on. When you when you edit a clip down mm. to sixty, how much stuff do you reckon you're looking at? Like if you if you filmed a, a new bit, like let's say for example, Mum at a festival. Yes. How how much stuff are you are you putting onto your? Yeah. What is it? Do you do it on a laptop? Yeah, on laptop. Or yeah. Or? So so yeah. we filmed we filmed for like four hours at that festival for that um wow. for like you know wow. like on and off like maybe not a full four hours footage, but we were filming for because wow. you just. Because you, you always allow for things, you look back and you're like, oh, but that didn't quite read as well as it, like, that was really funny in my head, not, you know, not in sort of actuality. Um, yeah, I think, it, it, yeah, you just have to allow, it's nice to have the choices. I always say give myself as many options as possible. Um, so, but yeah, so it's tons of stuff. And then, and you never know when you might come back to clips or something or use them yeah. again for like a compilation video or something later on, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, it's and it, very, oh, it's always yeah. so horrible when there's like things that I really love, uh, and you have to kill something off that you you like, you know, and sacrifice for the for the greater good, or you know, for the, for the yeah. The time I guess it's a good problem to have, but at yeah. the same time, it is sort of frustrating because you, yeah. you know it's there and you can't put it you in. Can, yeah, I mean, really being is. brutal has to be part of it because I, I'm aware. Just even from doing this and and editing other videos, it's, it's yeah. It's you because it's not just oh I've got four hours I'll watch through that four hours and then you're watching parts of it multiple times and, and before you know it you're yeah. doing ten hours 
yeah. just watch through before you even select yeah. something to actually work on. So yeah, it, absolutely. You, you've yeah. got to be really careful not to go down a rabbit hole and yeah. like kind of yeah. go with first instinct. Otherwise, you just definitely that's and it, then, game over. Yeah, and a really <laughs> a really easy trap to fall into as well is something that's funny the first time you watch it, and then you say, and obviously you do watching and watching and watching, and by the fifth time you've watched it, you, you start to go, "Well, that's not funny." Yeah, but then you have to yeah. remind yourself, you're like, "No, no, but this is the." <laughs> tenth time i've watched that like yeah, it was yeah. fun. it was funny yeah, so yeah. sometimes i need to get well it's usually my partner because bless her she was just you know willing volunteer well not, not a willing volunteer I just always make her watch everything and um she and she has to sort of remind me she's like no that is that's a giggle or that's funny that's uh -huh. worth keeping um so yeah but it can be brutal the editing process yeah. with all that you know but i'm just... amazed you've got four hours to talk through that that must well be... it's when you're at an event like so some yeah. some videos i just film at home which is fine i'm not too fussed because if yeah. i ever find i'm missing something i can just quickly refilm it but obviously when you so went to latitude festival and uh -huh. film was filming there and i was like well i can't come back if i haven't when i leave here if i haven't so, got yeah. it i haven't got it so mm -hmm. that was probably that was probably the, the biggest amount of filming we've ever done yeah. Um, FOMO, did you get recognised when you were going round? Yeah. When you were doing the latitude stuff, yeah. did, were you getting recognised by people? Yeah, it was really, it was really bizarre. So that festival was the first time I was properly out and about in public as mum. Like usually, I've done it in like controlled locations where one or two people might walk past, but that was just me fully out in a field, you know, with people around. And um, so there's mum's accumulated a couple of catchphrases. Um, so there would be people coming up behind me going, oh, Tracy's going to be living. And I'd be like, oh, hello, you're right. Or, or screaming the name David at me. It was a really peculiar, um, peculiar thing. Like, but uh, no, it's great. It's nice. Because it, it, you're like, oh, these people are real. You know, they're not just an online audience. They, they exist and they're here. Yeah. Like, this is, this is really you know reassuring you know um apart from unless it sort of spoils a really good take someone just shouts David! And, pe and people want to get involved yeah. David. yeah i know yeah it's um is it, yeah is it a bit like the opposite of being in disguise do you find that like you go <laughs> yeah. out and then you put the wig on and then yeah. suddenly people recognize you and just yeah. come at you is that, Honestly, is that it so is? we it's exactly like that so the best example of that was uh we recently did a video at thought park um, okay. we did the first couple of hours and i was as mum and i got um you know stopped quite a lot people you know photos and stuff finished it all when it got changed and spent the rest of the day at thought park invisible <laughs> like just yeah. not, nobody cares about richard yeah yeah it's surely just, that's perfect it's you know what it's quite yeah. good you get, kind of get the best of both worlds you know yeah that's um, cool man it's a bit it's a funny it's, it's a yeah, funny that's brilliant you know i love that brilliant. and you're taking it you're going to take it live right yeah like people are going to be able to come and see you do you, like let's plug that now absolutely so when does that when when do those dates start so work in progress is this year so uh, i'm doing five dates in london but they have sold out but there is still a date in manchester at the frog and bucket uh on the 22nd of november which you can still buy tickets for um which is really exciting there may be a couple more dates being released soon um but as i yeah. say the work in progress is of this year but obviously you can um on my social media richard frank's comedy on instagram facebook and all of them um i'm always announcing like you can keep up to date with all the the dates uh but yeah work in progress is this year and then we're booking a tour for next year so if you can't get tickets obviously for um these warm-up shows then obviously next year they'll we'll be uh, really going for it you know uh 
going whole hog and, uh, and touring. Um, I think I think people will love it because I think they're going to come along and they're going to get more than they usually get. Well, right? I think because this is. I'm going to keep it down to a minute. But this, well, this is the thing, and, and it's a real. These work in progress is especially a, a such an experiment for me uh, because obviously there's a lot of stuff that works online that people like, and I'm like, right, how do I get that on stage? How do I make that live? Yeah. Obviously, like you said, yeah. it's not 60 seconds anymore. Um, and obviously, mum, I've started getting. I've, I'm, mum speaks to the camera a little bit more now, uh, but of course, usually she's talking off, you know, out of shot to family yeah. members screaming at imaginary kids and stuff. Um, so, uh, of course, it will be mum's on stage speaking to an audience, and that's I'm so excited. Like it's it's going to be really good fun, but a real proper experiment as well. It's going to keep me on my on my toes, which is good. Don't get comfortable. Well, I think it will work <laughs> great, man. I think it will work great. I mean, like if if you if you just um online stuff i think you know you you i could imagine someone being a bit more nervous about taking it out of there but you've kind of done it the other way around yeah you've done so much live stuff this is and then it. you've ended up doing this and, and i think for me it was important i was like no i want to get back on stage because i could like i could easily just rest on the videos but there's just that bit of me that can't can't do it you know it's been uh yeah. i'm desperate to get back on stage um we're just armed with all this new stuff now that's the, you know been on the internet and let's just drag it out on stage and see see what works you know yeah it's exciting yeah, yeah. it's going to be great i've got i've got a feeling i, I just i think it's going to do really well and that oh. people will be so excited to see those characters in front of them yeah be kind of a yeah no a moment for them. it's exciting thank you yeah no it's an exciting time yeah so should we have one more wd yeah. before we let richard go yeah let's, let's have a question let's, let's just notice the time well. crikey yeah, yeah. No, we've gone through it Isn't right it fly, uh, yeah, yeah. WD, let's have one more more question for Richard. Oh. Okay. That's interesting. (laughs) I love Mark's reactions every time there's a question. (laughs) Okay. All right, then. All right. Well, let me see. All right. Okay. All right. right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, some might call it a stalling tactic. Uh, I don't know what he's talking about. Don't we? He said, uh, if, (laughs) if, if aliens landed on Earth, Oh, demanded. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah. goes off piste. He goes off piste. Okay, yeah. Um, if aliens landed on Earth and demanded yeah. to hear your funniest joke as a form of intergalactic diplomacy, what kind of joke or skit would you would you <laughs> do do to ensure the survival of humanity? So my so no I've got to tell a, so, <laughs> so I've got to tell a joke for inter, for intergalactic. It could be a skit. diplomacy. Yeah. yeah. Um, to to secure the future of humanity. Yes, yeah, yeah, no yeah. pressure. Oh my god. No pressure. So what Yeah. Just, so, uh, <laughs> prof, yeah? <laughs> so um hang on a minute. So I mean <laughs> So what, like just a, um uh oh let's have a think. Nicey, but what's their bag? Where are these aliens from? Are they sentient I mean are they like, you know I don't know. <laughs> they, they don't really hang on. Didn't specify. <laughs> he doesn't have that information. Yeah. He doesn't. Oh, that's <laughs> he <not> just doesn't. <laughs> okay, no. that's pretty no, cold from WD. For, but thanks for checking, Mark. Yeah, no, I appreciate. Yeah. No worries, <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, uh, oh, I heard a joke the other day. Hang on. So, um, I mean, if I can't nip to the boot of my car and get Mum out and put her on, which sounds I mean, more sinister than it is. Say you can't. Can't. Yeah. Can I, well, but see, I'm just not sure if they'll get that traditional British. Sort I of do view. quite like the idea. I do quite like the idea of the whole of the human race 
resting in the hands of yeah. mum. And also, got angry. <laughs> what I love, <laughs> what I love as well is, imagine in my head as well, it's kind of like it's all televised, uh, and then and there's like a cop, like this commentary, and they're saying, and now the fate of the human race rests with Richard Franks. Um, and uh-huh. he's, oh, he's nipping, he's getting something out of his bag. He's got, oh, oh, there's a, it's a, it's a wig. Oh, we're all fucked. Just a wig and a dress, and going, I've got this. It's fine. <laughs> we're gonna be fine. <laughs> 20 minutes later, we've been nuked. I don't know. I mean, mum might be able to sort it out. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I hope so. I mean, yeah. I'm, but a joke. If you wanted, like, um, what's the one? Like, what's the? Che- I'm trying to think. What's the cheesiest joke I know? What's like the? Because um, I think the thing is, I don't. Because I don't think there is a joke that can save humanity. So I think if I'm going to go down, let's go down in a blaze of glory. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Unless do you disagree? Do you think you'd have? A, would you have the perfect joke? up your sleeve to go I think boom. if you had a joke maybe if you had a joke that was like to do with aliens or UFOs or something that, that could be a good icebreaker with yeah so like, what about like you know like when on. people go you know you know you know like you know when people say like oh what is it when you're flying on a plane you know and someone brings a baby on blah 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 like like things <laughs> that people can click with you you need one of those yeah um, but about the alien UFO I can only think of travel. one alien joke go on and uh <laughs> This is, well, this is like literally for a playground joke. What would you call a, an alien with three balls? And it's ET, and you you can you can figure out the rest of it. That, that's the only alien joke I can possibly think of. <laughs> Johnny, you can see the acknowledgement with the penny, yeah, the penny drops. Um, there was a, a little wheel above his head going around for pending, a bit. Yeah. 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 He's buffering. Yeah. Um, I saw what was it? I saw a Spanish magician do a trick the other day. He went uno dos and disappeared without a tress. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's good. good. That is good. Now, yeah. I mean, it's good, but would it save us? Like, would it save humanity? I'm, I'm that reminds sure. me of one. I think Tapeface told me this. It's really good. It's, it says to me, like, how do you kill the circus? Go straight for the juggler. <laughs> straight for the juggler. Yeah, the juggler. That's good. That, that is, is a good one. <laughs> That, yeah. That's a very, that's like a very that. good one. I can't one. remember exactly how you tell it, but it's something well, like that. Well, I think anyway. it's safe to say, guys, that we've we're all dead. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's great. Yeah, it's great. I mean, we're dead. We're dead. Yeah. I, I mean, if I was picking teams for this, uh, with, with the greatest respect to both of you, I think we're probably on the B team rather than the, the, yeah, the top tier front no. line. I we're mean, not, yeah. <laughs> we're not we humanity's a, first defence. No. The last guest I interviewed. Um, is going to come in and save us with Tina Turner, I believe. Isn't that, that right, Johnny? It's a call back to a previous interview. Yeah, we had Kezia Gill on, who's a, a country star. Oh, yeah. And we asked, how, how, did, that, how did that come up with I Tina Turner? I don't know. Thing? I think WD41 is just obsessed with different alien assault scenarios. Last time it was an alien invasion and she picked right. Tina Turner as a, a, t- in order to go into battle with the aliens. Um, but this time he's at least given us the opportunity for diplomacy. So, yeah, we had we had a chance a few times. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think to be honest, I, th- I think I think what we all want to see is like that moment in Mars Attacks where <laughs> everyone's gathered for the aliens to come down, yeah. and they, they're you know they're going to like do this big offering of peace and shake their hands and the rest of it. They just come out and shoot everybody, which I is just a it. brilliant bit in a it, film. It's just yeah. fantastic, I, I think, isn't it? Yeah. I think uh, we all want to see that recreated, but with uh, with mums stood I mean, there. <laughs> kind outrage, of, yeah. Speaking as a slippers. species, we sort of deserve it, you know, in general. So, you know, 
if yeah, we're going to go out, that. at least it'd be spectacular. There is that. <laughs> it would be, yeah. Um, Richard, we're going to let you go. Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks, It's lovely to see how well it's all going. Like I oh, say, uh, you know, I remember seeing you ages ago back in Edinburgh doing that show, and, and, and you're flying, man. Oh, you're flying. It, well, I mean, thank you very much. It's just, uh, this has been an absolute delight. Thank you for having me. And it's, oh, you're welcome. Yeah, it's crazy we look back over the years, isn't it, Johnny? Like, it's just, you know... Funny old thing. You never know what's around the corner, do you? Right? Yeah, keep creating, I think, is the key. Definitely. To and to there. you too. Just keep creating. And you too as well. Because I was doing my Googling, I was researching the origin story of this podcast as well. So <laughs> I thought, just in case I get put on the spot, you know, I need to know my, you know, my facts. And I like That's it. I like work. how you've come together. It's a beautiful story yeah. of reunion and friendship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mark's original text is still one of my favourite ever text mm. so i left my coat at this show that i did yeah and, and i got this photo it was of your the dad's coat, coat draped over a, yeah it was my your dad's, dad's coat. coat i got <laughs> i got this photo of the coat draped over a chair mm. and it just said if you ever want to see this coat again right. <laughs> okay yeah yeah meet me at tip shelf services with six cans of lemon fanta yeah. and a fred and you thought and i was like i need to present a podcast like, for this guy what is going on here yeah, yeah. this we need to we, need, we should be working together yeah exactly <laughs> that so yeah, yeah just be careful what you leave man when yeah. you're on your tour That's be careful it. what you leave places you never know what might happen well yeah. this is it this That's is very very true <laughs> but just look at us now yeah <laughs> look at us now yeah Paying to be on a podcast. They all said it wouldn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Fools. Yeah. Richard, we'll we'll let you go and make some more amazing sketches. Thank Um, you. Keep it up, and uh, I'll try and get to one of the tour dates if I can. I'd really like to see the live version. Please do. Well, yes, well, I'll invite you both. Yeah, I'll send you some some tickets. But thank you for having me. This has been been loads of fun. Cheers, guys. No problem, Thank you very much. Thank you very much for coming on, and uh, have a good week. We'll speak to you You soon. You too. Take it easy, guys. See you later. Bye, man. Bye. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. How do I leave? Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just went through that bit where it's like, am I rude enough to just straight up kick him out? That doesn't seem fair. <laughs> what a lovely guy. I think that might be the clip, by the way. Just that very last bit, and then him going, "How, how do, do I, I leave?" leave? Yeah. I think that would be that would be a good oh. clip. Um, how much fun was that? That was great fun. What what a a lovely fun bloke. Yeah. I like how we're getting yeah. really d- like different guests each week. You yeah, know? We, we, we're we're having like all sorts of different things yeah. that people do. It is nice. I, I, honestly, I knew very little about Richard before I, I, I basically met him there, and I, I researched more because I'm not one for social media. And if you're not into you're not social really media, stuff, yeah, TikTok's not really yeah. not really my vibe. But um, so so, so well, really, I would have really no reason. Worth. But as soon as I saw the thing and I did a bit of research, I was like, oh, I recognise that. I have seen that character yeah. somewhere. So, yeah. It's really worth watching if yeah. you haven't seen because it's very, very funny. And he's just got the mum character down to such a T. Yeah. It's huge. Like, people absolutely love it. And That's great. You know, he shouts at the kids that have obviously, like, yeah. he's got some sort of vision in his head of who he's shouting at. He's got the husband character who's yeah. David that he gets really cross with and stuff like that. Um, where are you next? I'm, I'm going away tomorrow uh-huh. for a good week and a bit um going to the scorching place of portugal oh so which bit yeah i'm going to be uh a little a little place called sisimbra which is like a little fishing uh town I town is that the right word for a fishing place it depends Probably. if it's a town or a village um 
<laughs> or a city. Mm. What about you? Are you? I, I'm going to basically be hol- holidaying. What What are you going to be doing? What am I going to be doing, Johnny? Wow. Well, have, you got, <laughs> have you got any more shows? Uh, any more shows? No, I've got some. I've got some family stuff that's going to take up quite a lot of my time this week, and it's um it's important stuff I got to deal with. So I've got to do that. Yeah. This week. Um, so it doesn't really leave me much scope for doing much. I have been offered a show on Thursday, but I just don't know if I'm going to be able to have time to do monitors for um, in Spiral Carpets, actually. But um, oh wow, there's a show in Derby on. I think it's sold out though. But I think I've had to let Marty down because I don't think I can fit it in. I don't think I can All fit right. it in. Well, let, but let me know if you do manage to do it. Honestly, in Spirals, I think that I need a break because I haven't had the day off in well i'm gonna let you have a break because i'm going away yeah yeah you can. yeah and so next that, week we're that. getting the w- another show you recorded without yeah. me next yeah. week there is a podcast uh-huh. i recorded it the day you were ill uh-huh. we would have done it together yeah. it would have been a me you wd41 and guest but it ended up being just yeah. me and deliso Shaponda, who is amazing. We were on Britain's Got Talent the same year, 2017. He's done so much stuff since then that we chatted about. Tune in next week to hear that. And also, as a little teaser, uh-huh. tune in to find out what Simon Cowell said to Deliso at a garden party. It's very funny. <laughs> I'll save it until you hear the pod. But I'm glad I missed really that. that. I, I bet it was really yeah, funny. Yeah, well, you're going to hear it on the pod. It's fine. I don't, think, there. I don't think it would have um, gone down well, me just sweating mess trying to, to interview people with a robot but um yeah so apologies to anyone who's been waiting for episodes on youtube um i i physically have not been here or i've been so ill i've not been able to do it so maybe i might be able to do like a um a retrospective upload of the audio podcast that johnny's done and just put like some backgrounds or some graphics on it to listen to on on yeah. youtube when, when i get yeah, a chance be cool. but it's been very full on. I've got a little bit of time coming up in the next couple of weeks, hopefully, and I'll try and catch up with stuff like that. So, if um, thank you for your patience, I, I appreciate it. No problem. It. And like I said, like I said to you pre-show, um, you don't miss things, Mark. So you are allowed to have a day off when you feel like you're going to die. <laughs> Just absolutely crumble. Just be physically capable. Before we go, let's thank Richard Franks for coming on. Yeah, thank you, Richard. Thanks, Richard. You Richard. Uh, check out his comedy and go and see one of his live shows. We will be back with a proper pod. When I say proper, I just mean me and Mark together doing what we normally do. Mm-hmm. That will be in two weeks. But next week will be the Deliso pod. So there's no gap or anything like that. Just Deliso and then we'll be back. And I think that's about everything for now. So we're going to play out with uh, the end tune. I can't hear the end tune now without laughing about what Mark has said about it last week. Mark, you need to listen to the podcast so you can hear it. But he basically said that it's too long. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I never intended anyone to hear it, being, it more than once, really. Because I thought it was that it as bad. Being seven minutes. He, he, he just he said it was seven minutes long, which obviously it isn't. But it was just a funny turn of phrase. Oh, yeah. um, but I love the outro tune so. Put it on, Mark. Let's, um, let's go. We'll see everybody in a couple of weeks. Yeah, for a full I don't pod. even know how we're time travelling this one. We'll see when you see you. All right. 52 seconds, mate. That's how long it is. Yeah, Mark, because it's not seven minutes. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I appreciate your time. Join us again for the next episode